Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Amen and amen and amen. Hey! Why are you sitting? Uh-uh. I think today we need to change it so that as long as I'm standing, you're also on your feet. How about that? Except if you are seven months pregnant and above, uh, the rest of us will be standing. I want us to do something. I want you to get about 20. No, that's too much. Five people are enough. And tell them, hey, my friend. First two, hey, my friend. Let me tell you something about me. The one you sat with at the beginning is not the one you are sitting with. And I'm just warning you, by the end of this service, you may not be able to recognize me. In Jesus' name, give somebody a high five as you take your seat in the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. Man, what a joy to be in the new church. Ay, 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 ay. Uh, when we, we had pushed hours for some time, one guy came to me and he said he had a word for me. I said, yeah, I always wonder what, is it from me or from God? He said, I think it's from God. Uh, then he told me, he said, God told him to tell me that I should relax. He says, he says that uh, my children's children will roof the church. The devil is a liar. Hey! Not even my own children. I told him I reject, I cancel right now in Jesus' name. And actually, last year we roofed ours also. So uh, you know what I'm saying, man. Hey! Some people are strange. But I don't blame them. I mean, they know our congregation. And they know our location. And they know the size of what we are trying to to build in that small village of Masaka. But our God is a good God. Now, I have, uh, I've been preaching for 25 years now. And me, I'm a type who preaches more than once a week. So I preach a lot. And, uh, but I don't have many, many times when God wakes me up to talk about the service that, that I'm going to preach. He woke me up yesterday. Yeah. And so, I know there's a friend of mine who came. I don't know them, but they just told me my friend is here. They said, if I'm the one preaching, they are coming to laugh. I hope you laugh, Bambi. (laughs) Ah, now you have laughed. Okay. I'm not supposed to laugh. But uh, the Lord gave me a mission tonight. So, I just want to tell, in case I don't bless you at all, I've not come for all of you. Yeah, 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 I'm serious. And let me explain what I mean. During the new dawn, um, I remember I tried to explain to you, I say there are two levels of faith. There's a gift level of faith, and then there's the grace level of faith. The gift level of faith everybody has, according to Romans 12 verse 3, everyone has a measure of faith. So nobody, God will never tell you to do something and he doesn't give you what you work with. 
So everybody who is here, even those of you who say you have no faith, you have a measure of faith. Somebody say amen. amen. Now that gift of faith is given to you to solve your daily problems. Yeah. There's like a mountain before you, you speak to it, it goes. Everybody has flu, you say flu is not my portion. You know those kinds of things. And on that level, when people give their testimonies, what do we say? Yeah. That level, that happens to me all the time, is the gift level. That's where beginners begin. I'm telling you, of course, you already have seen last, was it, was it last year when I was here on season 21 again, and that the Lord told me to tell Mose to start the page of testimonies. Yeah, you remember that time? Man, you ain't seen nothing yet. But they are clapping. <laughs> Put your hands together very well for Jesus. You ain't seen nothing yet. Okay? Now, at that level of gift, like you have a wedding and stuff is not shifting, that one everybody should switch it on. And it works for everybody. Even when you are not living a holy life. Now that coming from a pastor is very dangerous. But I need to explain that. If God, the Bible is even clear. The Bible says that his reign reigns on the wicked and the godly. So there's that level where God, that level, everybody has a measure of faith that helps you. But there's the next one which is called the grace of faith. Grace of faith is when God speaks to you about something. Gift sometimes operates when somebody mentions something and it excites you, you say, I receive. That's all the realm of, of gift. Grace is when God tells you something. By the time God tells you something, he has already arranged the process that will bring it to pass. So every time God tells you something and you don't walk in it, all the people along the way who would be blessed because of your obedience will not receive. So like God tells you, the other time I was giving a testimony in the new dawn, I said, God, you remember I told you God told me to shout. You know, because of time I didn't finish, um, because of time when I spoke like for almost two hours. <laughs> you see, the that testimony, I didn't finish it. Let me finish it for you. Uh, for those of you who are not there, you know, everything that would go wrong went wrong. Like they cut power at church and at home, cut telephone, not those days we use this crew, 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 cut church and home, and every cutting, they collected the wire. Then they cut the water at home and church and collected the meter. You understand? This is serious business. In fact, the telephone at home was so serious, they even took the head. Like, like I would use anything else. I, I, you know, it was so bad. And then that's when the landlord remembered to increase my salary uh, uh, by rent. <laughs> and that's when 
I got a letter from our church which had sent me down to Masaka that they would no longer give me the 60,000 were giving me. <laughs> a month. And that 60, I used to come and collect it uh, in that town where that church was. Are you still connecting with me? So, I, try, I am a Pentecostal, so I speak in tongues. They refused. Every time I tried to speak in tongues, I spoke Lugis or Uganda or some English. I mean, it was too bad. So, normally for me, when things are really bad, I take a walk. So, I, I took a walk, and I, I was explaining it to people. But I reached a place where there was a school near, they were on break. There, were, there was a soldier who was coming, that place soldier stayed there. One was coming. And another one was going, and so there were all these trucks that were loading and offloading, and then God told me to shout. Give a victory shout. Well, what do you do if you are the one, man? And, you know, and the municipal council, the president was supposed to come, and you know, he was, they were cleaning the town everywhere. There were people working on the road where I was. So I thought to myself, just in case it is God and not myself, let me obey this thing. So I remember I first went like this, then I shouted, Hallelujah! And then I walked again and people gave me way. And, <laughs> and I was telling people that coming back, I could not lose, use that place again. No. So I had to pass the other side. Next day I'm going to town and this soldier is a captain. He was a, he was a captain at that time. I think he's now a, a brigadier or something. He calls me, he said, Hey, sir, come here. He said, hey, this is the man I was telling you yesterday. The pastor who shouted. I'm like, oh God, I'm finished. And the man called his wife, said, hey, go and call your mother. He said, pastor, from today, if this woman doesn't come to church with my children, let me know. I'm like, okay. He said, yeah, this man is a real pastor. Anybody who shouts like that must be a man of God. You see, that one obedience was connected to this soldier and his family and other soldiers who came to know the Lord because I shouted. If I did not shout, am I talking to people? Now, that's not all. So the wife comes and she goes back very happy. The next neighbor says, why are you happy? I'm from church. Which church? That one down. Of the man who shouted, yes. Does he shout in church? I say, my friend, that man is good. I will always go. And for me, I have no choice. My husband commanded that I have to go. So, her own husband, who is a Muslim, had. He came out and said, which one? The man who shouted from there, yeah. You also, you must go to that church. So, can you imagine if I didn't shout? So, I go back to church. And I find the phone on my desk again. So, before I would ask, hey guys, the phone, it rang. Hello? Yes. Oh, pastor, are you the one? Yeah, we are very sorry. It will never happen again. I put it back. I ran home like a madman. I got there, I found them trying to replace the wire. <laughs> but because the place was out, I said, ah, it's good you came, we want to put back your phone. I say, what happened? I say, our boss told us, if we ever do that again, we shall lose our jobs. 
Mm-hmm. Gamba, mm-hmm. I am still there like, this is so good. I was waiting. I said, Father, where are the watermen? <laughs> I know it sounds like a joke. They came back, replaced. And so I said, guys, hey, I begged you that I would pay. Now you have brought back. Have I paid? I said, my friend, you called our boss the way they have harassed us that we should never disconnect you again. I said, okay, go and put the church also. <laughs> While we are still there and I'm, I'm just speaking in tongues, confused, I see the, 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 the Umeme guys coming, they stop their car, they climb up, they put a new cable, ours was old, they're taking a, an old meter, they gave us a new meter. Hey. Me from that day, I, I told you last time, I said, for me, even when I suspect that it might be God, I obey. Because, my friend, if you have a relationship with God, he's not a joker. And, and I know, I know that we had a prophecy here as uh, the other man was praying. He said, there are people who are going to get contracts that are full. And, and I'm sure some people are saying, my friend, the things God can do. Am I talking to people? So Pastor Sam, what, did, what brought you today? What has brought me today is to define for you extraordinary faith. What is it? Extraordinary faith is the faith that is practiced by people for the sake of God. Not for their own sake. You see, many of us in the church today, and even the way we market Christianity, we market Christianity as something that you join so that you have a nice life. That's how we market it. That's how we tell people, of course, the level I'm operating on, I'm going to sound uh, kind of controversial. Like for example, when we say this, this is sick free, eh? this is free zone. Okay? Yeah, that is for the young ones. There are certain things that must happen to reveal God to people. This side is bad. I had a wild decide I would rather work with this side. Am I talking to people? With your best financial plan, you can run out of money. When you've given your first fruits and you tithe more than 10%, but there are certain things that must happen. That's why I told you I didn't come for all of you. There are certain things that must happen in your life that will cause the world to know the God you serve. Ah, I told you, I didn't come for all of you. The excitement is small. Okay, I need to give you a scripture to back myself. Because it might affect my love offering tonight. <laughs> Give me Job chapter 1. 
know, actually, I really had a very powerful word I'd prepared. You know, yesterday, I was watching Pastor Alex preach here. And I saw myself preach tonight. Then God disorganized my sermon. So anyway, Pastor, you know I know how to preach. Are we together? Give me that uh, Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1 says, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright and one who feared God and shunned evil. Say, I'm that kind of man. Okay, women are fearing to say they are man. We are all man, male, and female. Am I talking to people? This is a man who fears God. He's a blameless man. This man is a dangerous man. He would even repent on behalf of his children of sins they might have committed. What's the girl? This is a, by the time the Bible calls you upright and blameless. This is not his brother telling, it's God speaking about him. Listen, the next verse. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. This is not only a man that fears God, he's blessed. Seven sons, my friend. You know in the Old Testament and even in some cultures, women are not considered as children. I had a friend of mine, he had four, four daughters. He went to the village and his father said, And he had gone with the daughters. When are you going to produce? I don't know if I said it right. When are you going to produce a child? Four daughters, they don't count. This is a real man. Seven! I mean, by the time the Bible underlines it, seven, okay. And not only do you have seven, you also, but listen, this, his possessions were 7,000 sheep. Jesus, talk of abundant abundance. Everything right has happened to this man. And for me, I mean, I almost backslid when I read this scripture. I'm telling you, I almost backslid. The reason I almost backslid, you see, God is praising a man and you're like, thank you, Jesus. Uh -huh, keep going. Let's leave that scripture. You know, he had so many riches. Every time I read about them, I think some people have been blessed more than others. Okay? And then let's go on, let's go on, let's go on, right? So it was when the day of, of feasting had run their course. Jesus, they had days of feasting, like they begin, and they just feast. Mm -hmm. Let's go back home. These guys have eaten, and have enjoyed themselves. Listen, Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning, offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. God have mercy. He did not only end on prayer, he even sacrificed. Not for all of them, for each of them. That's a good man. Mm -hmm. What happened? He said, it may be that one of them have sinned. Uh -huh. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came. I almost backslid on that. Because at that time, we used to bind the devil and cast him in dry places where there are no people and no water. In Jesus' name. And I read the scripture... When the, when the children of God are gathered. I don't know about you. That's very disappointing. 
listen. I mean, you listen. Give me the next verse. And the Lord, can you believe it? God speaks to the devil. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you shall hear the voice of God in Jesus' name. Hey, if God can talk to the devil, he must talk to you more. Lift up your hands, everybody. Father, I thank you. The men and women in this house, they have never heard your voice. They have ended on scripture. And some of them have had testimonies and prophecies, which when they happened, they said, I think it was God. Tonight, oh God, I open the heavens for your word to come down, that they may hear the word of God concerning their life and their destiny in Jesus' name. And somebody who believes it, shout amen. God spoke to the devil. The devil was minding his business. God attracted him and said, hey, you, from where do you come from? So Satan answered the Lord, from going to and fro the other time, you know, from walking back and forth. You know what I meant, story. You know, yeah. One and the other on Zoom, a story. So I move all over. Of course, the book of Peter tells us that he's moving around, not just having fun, looking for somebody. Okay. Now, first of all, I am not happy with God at this time. That he gets time, instead of talking to the holy man, to address the devil. Let's move on. And the Lord said to Satan, this God of ours. <laughs> you are busy. Father, put a hedge of protection around my family in Jesus' name. Father, may you cover me in Jesus' name. God says, hey, you. <laughs> Have you considered my servant Job? I kind of suspect that Job's your name was not this one. It's like God was saying, I have a job for you. <laughs> now, for us who are in testimony time, this season 21 is my season. Of course, you have passed by the testimony page and you have heard there's a man who believed God for 50 million and by day five, he has 35 point something. I mean, we are talking power here. Am I talking somebody? It's testimony time. God says, have you considered my servant? It's like <laughs> me. The first time I read before I finished the story, I thought God was going to say, I'm going to bless him so much that you get angry. Listen to what God said. That man, I like him more. <laughs> this man is the best on the earth. Hey, first, first go back. I want to see what God said to the devil about a man of God. He said, you, this man, hey, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. You will imagine that God was going to celebrate him or listen to what happened next. And Satan answered and said, hmm, does that useless man fear you for nothing? Listen, all the prayers that Job has prayed, God has answered. And so the devil uses the answer. He said, look, 
you have put a hedge around him. In fact, I don't even want to go near because I'll see him enjoying himself too much. So I don't even go there. That's what the devil is saying. He said there's a hedge around this guy. And, and then he says, around his household and around all he has on every side. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, God is going to cover you on every side. That's your portion. He said, you have blessed the work of his hand. God shall bless the work of your hand. And his possessions have increased in the land. You will increase in the land. Uh-huh. But now, the devil is a liar. Stretch out your hand and touch all that he has. And he will surely cast you to your face. Jesus. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen. And for me, this is now when it, it opened my eyes to realize that God is not just interested in your being blessed. When God blesses you, is attracting attention. Those of you at the dawn, I told you this year is going to be a great year, but we shall have many mountains. Because there is no way you'll see a mighty God if there are no mighty challenges. Somebody almost clapped. It might be clap if you are clapping. Oh. Who was that, by the way? Who was that? Mr. Manuel Brown, come, 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 come. I need to bless you. I like people who are alive. Soko Dandide Kwako. I've not gone for the next wallet. <laughs> you know. I have two wallets, and I don't lie. When you say, give me some money, I say, ah, I don't have. Ah. I mean in this wallet. <laughs> it's not a lie, sir. Eh? Now you know. No. Nobody in the watch purpose will ask for money from me. No. You cannot. You are the most generous church, the most blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> So if anybody say, uh, uh, Pastor, do you have some money? I say, do you go to wash Pavis? Get lost. I don't want to see you. <laughs> Are we together, good people? Are we together? Come on, am I talking to people? So can you imagine? The, the devil says, it's God who is saying, the devil tells God, you stretch your hand. Take everything from him. Wow. What the devil didn't know, that this was a setup. was a setup. Simple. It's God who invited him and guided the discussion. <laughs> if it was the devil who spoke and God was answering, it's different. God invites the devil and he directs the direction of the conversation. You see, some people you will never know that you got married by God, except that marriage is challenged. And some people, when the marriage is being challenged, they say it's the devil and they leave. No! That's a time for us to give the devil a bloody nose. And tell the devil, you cannot end what you did not begin.
I'm talking to some people. Are you plugging in right now? Like for example, well, there's even this thing called righteousness. I found a scripture in the Bible. I said, ah, it has been here. The Bible says that we may be found in the righteousness of God, which is not according to the law, but by faith. What does that mean? It simply means that this kind of righteousness, what is faith? Faith is being sure of what you hope for, certain of what you don't see. There's a time you're going to reach and sin is all over you, inside your head and mind and everything, you are skimming sin, but you tell yourself, this is, I know, this is what I should do, but by faith, I am going to take my righteousness. <laughs> am I talking to people? Yeah. For me. That's how I overcame this anger, rage. I used to have a very bad anger. I don't know if I've ever talked about the anger I had in this church. A little bit, I don't want to go into the details. I, I mean, some people will begin looking at me like, but has he really changed? <laughs> there was a sister, you know how you begin, uh, we call it in Nigeria, battering. I was uh, battering the sister like, you know, I say, sister, you're smart. You bless me when you worship God. And I was on that level. You know, trying to talk to her. And we had agreed, you know, we had agreed. We had gone out twice, so next time we are going to talk. I'd given a, a general. We are going to talk. Like, really, um, I want to find out from what I've talked to her, she has understood. You know, that kind of relationship. And I was a watchman in, in, uh, in our church, KPC those days, now called Watoto. I was a watchman there, and then some brethren came and they wanted to take what doesn't belong to them. As a watchman, I have to stop them using the necessary force. But I'm a retired BBC leader, Bad Boys Company. And if you are a fighter and you get born again, the Lord will change your heart, but the tactics you still have. <laughs> <laughs> I get this brother and his, I call them brothers in the road. I get this brother and his friends come to help him and I deal with him. I swing him around, bang them, get another one. I don't know how the next one also fix himself on my hand. I move with these guys, bang them, lift them and they help me to take the two. Then I deal with this main guy. Man, I beat that guy. Boom! Banged him into the gate. Okay, I told you you are going to change your minds on me, but it's, it's many years ago. We are talking 25 years, okay? So, I mean, God has worked a lot in 25 years. So, bang, 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 the guy, take him inside. I tell the other guys, there were five guys. I said, chase the two. So, I have three inside. I have some other short uh, brother, Asha, like this, called Emma. So, the... the The one you are laughing at, you, you are laughing at the container, my friend. That man is a giant in Jesus' name. Okay? <laughs> Amen. So, so I said, ah, you beat us. Please don't. So I did like I was running. Then I did like this. I turned. Shoo, grabbed the guy here, grabbed him here. Threw him in the wall. Ha, then I did it like I was running. The other one overthought I was running, but he comes. Mama, in the wall, the other guy was scared. Got him, threw him in the wall. I beat those guys so badly. God have mercy. And I'm born again, no. I beat them, I beat them so badly. Got this particular guy, the big one, in the wall. 
got his friends, power threw them there, beat him, threw him down, got another one on top, got another one on top, and then shot, wah, bang, on them. Hey. Whom do you want to beat? And I'm born again, I speak in tongues, I cast out demons, you understand? I beat those guys so badly. I'm not going to finish that testimony. So, this was Sunday. Monday, this is my beautiful sister comes. Brother Sam, I don't know what to say. You know, we're supposed to meet this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw you yesterday. I mean nothing really against you, but you are not the man I fell in love with. I didn't know she had fallen in love. <laughs> this is bad. You are telling me you fell in love with me, and you are telling me when you are withdrawing the love. She says, you know what? Okay, we'll remain friends, we'll be brothers, but <laughs> but I don't know. I will never enjoy your company because if you turn. So that thing, the thing stayed with me until one day I realized, by faith, I can have the righteousness of God. I can stand here, I know we're on air, I can say this, some people hate it when we say things like this, but I'll say it because it's my true story. In the last 15 years, I've only gotten angry five times. And I am married to a normal woman. Those of you who have normal women, you know how annoying they can get. And I drive on Ugandan roads. Am I talking to people? To Aname Pasta in Masaka. <laughs> okay, am I talking to people at all? So, faith is not supposed to give you stuff. Faith is supposed to reveal God. The moment you have God, miracles are not things for us to testify about. They become our way of So some people keep telling me, the man of God, you have great faith. Where? There are some things that happen by God's doing. I say, hey. That's what the Bible says, that blessings shall follow you and overtake you. When you are there, say, hey, wait, where are you going? You come here. Are you not my blessing? Look at you. Now you are passing me. Come back. This year, may that be your portion. We will arrest blessings that are passing. You bring it back. So where are you going? Look at you. They send you here and there you are passing me. That's why. Stop praying when you have closed your eyes. I'm telling you. I almost missed my wife. I was, you know these, these things of a locally praying with closed eyes where you open small as you walk. You open small. <laughs> what saved me that day? My wife had put on my sheep at that time. I'd put on very good perfume. So I smelled something good. When I looked, wow. I studied him. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Give you praise, Lord. 
She's been my wife for 21 years as I talk right now in Jesus' name. So, let's come back as I try to come to the end of what I'm saying. Have I blessed anybody? Okay? So, guys, let's quit this whole thing of getting your face to surround about what God has not done. That's for children. Yeah. The truth of the matter is this, guys. The Bible says we shall decree a matter. It shall come to pass. Yeah. You know, somebody was telling me, Pastor, I think you fast a lot. I'm the most unfasting pastor, you know. I have never, okay, I think once or twice, those days before I got the revelation, I have never fasted for problems. No. But I have fasted so many times for thanksgiving. Well, I just say, Lord, you know what? You've just been too good for me. I just want to thank you. And I just thank God. And, and one time, I was on those funny fasts. I wanted to do like three days. Uh, I wanted to do three days, but I said, no. I'm saying I'm worth seven. After four, four days, God says, I like this. And you know, he told me that if you want to fast, you'll eat on instruction. It's the worst fast I've ever had. I'm telling you. It's the worst too. I can't pretend I enjoyed it. I did not. Because when he tells you an instruction, generally the food I was supposed to eat is a slice of bread and a cup of porridge. So day one, praise God. Day two, praise God. Day three, he says, don't. Do you, have you ever looked forward to a slice of bread and porridge? I normally used to break my fast at seven, but because of this strange fast, I used to bring it to six. And of course, I'm a wise man. I got the biggest cup of porridge. <laughs> so you think I'm taking one, but me, I know these are two and a half. Let's take it. <laughs> Can I have an amen? Hey, that fast. After four days, God says, I'm enjoying this, so... Uh, let's make it 10 days. No, I told him, I'll make it 10. No, 14. I said, we'll do two weeks. 10 days, he says, I like this. So I decided, let me do 21. After, like, I think it was 15 days, I just knew it has to be a month. Then I said, you go for 40. Then he told me 50. And I saw days of but after that fast, my life never, ever, ever remained the same. Okay? So, I told you, this is not for all of you, so I can see some people say, this man later on says, The truth of the matter, guys, this is where God wants us to be. This is where God wants us to be. Like our faith is supposed to reveal God. Uh -uh. Now you are looking at me again in a bad way. I'll give you a scripture. Uh, you, you know that story, so I don't want to follow it. You know how God told him, go and take everything. This God of ours. He tells the devil, hey, uh, 
please yourself, but don't kill him. God, he tells the devil to attack you and he leaves the devil alone with you. You go to prayer mountain. Father, in the name of Jesus, I am calling upon your name. The devil said, I'm on mission. I was told to finish everything. But this is a setup, ladies and gentlemen. It's a setup. There are certain things. And of course, Mose may not be like me. He will not tell you that there are times he has stood here to declare stuff. When he himself, even the wife doesn't know how he has slept. And this is the most, I don't know about you pastors, for me the most painful thing is you come with the same symptom, you declare it and it works for everybody. You get home, yours is worse than when you went to church. I know these pastors may not be telling you. You declare financial breakthrough and then they break into your finances. I know, of course, Moses is a blessed man. He never has problems like this. But I'm, sure, I'm suspicious there are some elders and pastors in this house. I know I'm talking to people. But it is from some of those pressing, stretching, straining that God now blesses you to annoy the devil. Am I talking? That's why the Bible says he sets the table in front of you. Eh? Meaning, if you have no enemies, you shall see no table. Don't pray for the death of your, your enemies. Pray for a long life. I think I'm speaking to about five people. That's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Two or three are enough, but if I have five, I'm good. I'm good. Am I talking to people? Yes. Give me Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Is anybody being blessed tonight? Yes. As we go to the scripture, one time, I had 13 boils. Reason they are called boils because they boil. <laughs> Most people, when they talk of boils, they are talking of big pimples. A boil. You know it's a boil when your heart pumps. You hear it in the boil. That's a boil. There was a time I had 13 boils. I had four here, three here, two here, one here, two on the other side of my behind and one on the other side, the biggest. When my heart would pump once, I would hear 13 pains. So I would be sitting doing like this. I have a system in my life. If the fire is much, I get up and walk. So I took a prayer walk. I left home. Okay. By the time I reached town, my whole mouth has wounds, sores. I am thinking, sores don't come like that. Sores come like a small, then it grows. This one, my home, pastor, you know our church. I was staying at church, down there at church. So from church to town, my whole mouth was like a huge sore. 
So I'm walking. Those of you who know Masaka, there's Shell here, there's police here, there's UTL here. I was passing there, crossing the road. I hit a stone. Oh. And in the process of ah, I don't know what happened, I beat myself. Oh. So one eye was crying. I was a drunkard who said, you cry, you cry with one eye. And I'm standing there. I said, God. At that time, I know the scripture. I said, God, I know you know what you are doing. But for me, I have one question to ask. Not because I question for what you are doing. Say, how long will this be? And God said, this is what blessed my heart most. God said, there's no problem that lasts forever. Which really was a blessing to me. Every problem you have has an expiry date. So in excitement, I said, God, but this disease, and God spoke to me. Right there on the road. Pain is continuing, but God is speaking. God said, this pain can only take you until you die. It cannot go beyond that. Okay. Two things. I was excited knowing it will go. But then I also realized, hey, I'm going to die. <laughs> so standing there at the road, the Lord spoke to me. Because I told him that God, you need to help my faith. God said, no, you need to know this. Faith grows with failure. It was God who said, so I'll explain what he explained to me after like two years because I kept saying, what do you mean? God said, if you believe and nothing happens and you continue believing, it means you have grown in faith. Yeah, it's true, but it's not nice. Me, I'm an honest person. It's not nice. What do you mean you can heal me and you are telling me I continue standing firm? Yes. One of the scriptures I don't like at all up to today, be still and know and know I am God. I don't like it. Every time he tells me be still, I'm having problems. Then he says I should be still. How can you be still and you have all these problems all over you? But of course he's God, we don't question him. Am I talking to people? Where is your excitement? Now you are called on me. Pretend that you are enjoying. Say hallelujah. <laughs> I know I'm talking to a few people right now. I lost most of them. But guys, let me tell you something. And, and God opened my eyes to understand. That when we begin talking extraordinary faith, it's not about us. It's about God being glorified. This building is not about you guys. Don't be fooled. This is God. All the people who didn't like this church now want to come and preach here. I remember there was a time Moses decided to explain the gospel of grace on Facebook. I went to his inbox. I said, don't waste your time. This thing, Calvin left it here and he's afraid. Just forget it. You just concentrate on your work. Let the gospel of grace work for you. 
You see, what people say that you guys were preaching, you say, it's okay, sin as you want. That's not grace. That's what, anyway, that's what most people are preaching at that time. So you don't blame them. Hey, I don't like this coldness again. <laughs> Am I talking to people? So, so the point I'm bringing to us, guys, is look here. We need to take this thing back to God. If there's anything I want to happen in my life, I want God to be having that big smile on his face. That's my boy. That's my boy. And you know, like, I wish, I wish when God allowed the devil to touch the guy's property to the end on that, the devil came back in chapter two. And you see, it's God who says, hey, 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 come here. Look, look at him. He said, you don't get a volume. The guy was worshiping. He was worshiping. Father, we give you praise. You are the only best. I cannot lose everything as long as I have you. You are the best thing that ever happened to me. You gave me the things. The things are not important. You who gave me are still here. Hey! You know, the devil is like, hmm. This man is because you have not touched him or touch his body. He says, what are you waiting for? And then he went away. <laughs> and the devil came. Apua, apua, boils. The Bible said from the top of the head to the bottom of the soul. What kind of devil is this? You have hurt a person and you're hurting them more. And the guy, and you see the devil is very bad. He made sure the wife doesn't die. Because he knew she would be crying. Then he calls the daughter. The devil knew if the woman dies, this guy will encourage himself in the Lord. He left the woman. <laughs> I like God. When things had run its course, God did not bring a new wife. The same old woman who has produced 10, produced 10 more. <laughs> to show the devil that this thing is not about the man who was righteous. It was about God all along. So ladies and gentlemen, for us, we don't give up. I know there are some people, when they go to that page, they feel bad. Because for them, no testimony apart from my dog was knocked by the car. Like, I don't know, everything is still moving from bad to us. Am I talking to people? But don't worry, oh, after they have given all their testimony, wait for your own. The longer it takes, the longer the testimony will take. In Jesus' name. Am I talking to people? I want to thank God that we'll never remain the same. One of the things that, for me, that really has frustrated me as a pastor is that we have too many people in the church who can't even take a small beating. Small beating. I used to be a boxer. You will never become a champion until you beat the former champion. We have a lady in our church. The husband is a soldier. So they took, they said they were taking them to Somalia. She came. Daddy, I said, what do you want? I know if you pray, God will remove him from my list. I said, are you sure? I said, don't tell him that we prayed. He will kill you. So I said, Father, you've heard this woman's prayer. I've been praying that he goes so that he can get some money, bless the family and us. But the wife says you bring her back. For her sake, Lord, bring the man back. And I don't know what happened. They struck only one name, his name, off the list. Ah, 
she came and gave a testimony. When she started, Banangem, I praise God. My husband was supposed to go to. I said, hey! I went and removed the microphone. Hey! Because we have other soldiers, women, they will go and tell that they, it is your wife who prayed. I said, shh. I said, okay. I said, but when those people who have gone begin to bring money and send money, don't complain. Are there how many months? She came. Pastor, forgive me. Njagalam Sajawanga again. But even now, I was a TV Musumba. I said, okay. So, Father, I thank you. I said, don't close your eyes. I said, Father, I thank you. <laughs> Do a miracle. Let them take him. Two days later, they sent for him. He went to the airport alone. You see, if you're a true soldier, you love war. Yeah! A true soldier. You, because... That's the surest way for you to be promoted. In fact, in, 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 in army, the greatest thing you can do is cowardice. If you cowardice, they kill you. As a true soldier, you're supposed to go and fight. As a matter of fact, when you join the army, you sign to die. Okay, we're not doing now about jazz. Am I talking? I, I've ever told you how I used to be a boxer and I was bad. Knockout only. Right. This is my right. If we ever fight, please avoid this one. For any reason. I was good. This guy, they say, have you ever seen it? I, say, I don't have to have seen anything that comes I beat. So we go to the ring. This guy, he wasn't even that big. He started. Hey, come boss, come. Goes like this. When you bring a punch, it goes like this. It goes like this. He goes, hey man, what's wrong with you, man? Let's do this thing. Then he comes in, pa pa pa, he hits you, and he jumps out. He says, ah, that was painful. Wait for the next one. And you know, in boxing, you should never get angry. When you get angry, they will beat you. I got angry. That man beat me. He beat me, and I said, ah, a round is supposed to end by now. What happened to the ref? I almost said time, my friend. I mean, the guy was just, Papa, he banged me, he moves. Hey, God. They, they left me. When I went to the corner, the coach said, what's wrong with you? Look this guy out. You're a knockout man. What are you doing? I said, man, I, yeah, I'm going to finish him now, sir. I'm going to finish him. We went back. This time, the guy really beat me. When they blew, the, there were three rounds. The second round ended. I went to his corner. Then when people laughed, I realized, no, this is the wrong one. Beaten. My face was hot. I tell you, I was really struggling. I'm thinking, God, should I come out or I stay in? So I'm seated there. And my coach is not coming. Man, I almost asked those guys to give me some water. Then he finally came and said, what do you think you are doing? I said, yeah, I'm fighting. Sir. I said, you call that fighting? He said, this man, when if he enters and he stands and you beat him, you cannot win on points. Knock him out. I said, sir, this is what I've been trying. The man slapped me. Here. Stop trying. Threw water on me and the towel and he left. Man. And if a coach who is a boxer slaps you, man, I felt the pain enter inside. I said, man, so what do I do? I poured water on me. I 
took, threw him the thing, I threw the towel, I stood up. The ref said, are you sure? I said, man, yeah, I am. The other guy said, <laughs> you think I'm going to finish you quickly? I'm going to punish you and knock you out last. I said, what are you waiting for? So when he came, I said, this thing of trying there to, to, to do the, you know, the drill, keep your guards up, I'm also going to play like him. He says, hey, you do your thing, man. I'm going to beat you so badly. I said, yeah, you beat me on mine. I want to beat you on yours. I changed my mind. Hey, man. And so the guy came and he came. He did this. I was just looking at him. Then he moved in, he gave me pa pa pa. Then I hit myself. Da, 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 hit myself. Hey, hey, come, what are you waiting for? When he was still standing, I came in one, twice, down, one, two, three, four, five. Lifted his hand, it fell. They counted up to ten. I was lifted up. Swollen eye. But I was a champ. What made me a champ, my friend, is not that I'd been beaten, but that I beat the biggest beater. Am I talking to people? And it took long. Everybody they say, do you want to fight Mukabe? No. no. They started calling me Atari man. Atari. That guy is bad, man. I think he has magic. No. There was no magic in this thing. You make up your mind. I must win this. I must win this. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to challenge you. I don't know what you are facing now. So I've left everybody now. I'm talking to those guys who are going through something. You see, a man can say, like our man yeah, he says, he was believing God for 50 million. And you, you can celebrate 50 and you have 35. You don't know why he wants 50. He may be having a problem of 100. So he just wanted 50 to cool it a bit. Of course, he has no problems, but I'm, I'm just talking. Am I talking to people? I, I want to move you away from this business of, you know, petty miracles. To, to miracles that cause people say, so, 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 wait, wait, so, wait, wait. So, what exactly is happening? Like they begin to investigate you. There's an extra power involved in this person's life. Am I talking to people? Okay, these small, these small miracles we're going to be getting, you know, school fees for the children, you know, stuff like that, no flu, headache, you know, all those small things. But I'm telling you, time is coming when real issues will come. I'll never forget, God told me that he's going to use me in the area of cancer and HIV. Ah, of course, like me, I was excited. I said, wow, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I started testifying. If you know anybody with cancer, call me. In the next six months, everybody I prayed for, whether it was level one, level two, grade, stage four, I pray for you, you don't last more than two months. Yeah. Within a month, maximum two. Dead, 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 dead. Hey! My mother-in-law died. Oh my God, I hope I will not be arrested. I think I killed her. Died. Stepmother-in-law. Yeah. But you see, I really wanted to see her saved, healed, so that glory will go to God. Man, if I ever prayed a prayer, I prayed that prayer. 
Because you see, they were not in this Christian line, they're in another line. So my prayer was like, God, please, I know. If you never answer me again, just answer this one. You know those prayers you pray, and then you say, you know, of course, you regret later if he ends with this one. But you say, okay, chija, chija, Lord, please, I beg, this one, only this one. So after about six, I stopped. Even if you are the one, everybody you pray for dies. I don't care what people call you a man of faith. Six people in a line. In about six months. They called me. That way I... Mommy, I have one. Hey. She has cancer of the breast. The other one died of cancer of the breast. I said, huh? She says we pray for her. I think we need to go her and pray her and lay hands on her. I say, ah, I cannot lay hands on my mother-in-law. <laughs> the truth is, I don't want to pray for her. Because if I do, she's going to die on me. I, I'm just being honest, guys. I don't know about you. Me, I'm a real person. So I like. Okay, okay, I'll come. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. Yeah, maybe next week. Daddy, I'll be. I say, okay, this week. I get back home. I had the temptation to fast. <laughs> but I say no, I don't fast for cancer, even if it's mine. I say, are we going today? I say, no, tomorrow. I'm, I'm still positioning myself. <laughs> Next day, I get a phone call from home. My own mother, breast cancer. There's a lamp. She went to the hospital. They checked. I don't know how they do it. They cut a portion, push inside, pick something. Confirmed. They said, we cut your breast inside, go with mine. My mom was a stubborn woman. I am already old. <laughs> she refused. <laughs> she also said, come home and pray for me. That God you say healed your HIV. Come and you pray for me. Yeah. And of course, my mom, if she tells you to go and you don't go, she comes. <laughs> so this one, I knew I'm not escaping. So I went. Okay, before I went for my mom, my wife, of course, I'm living with her. Daddy, to get to the mom. If you don't, me, I'm going. I say, they told you that I should pray, not you. Ah. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, we went. I told her, mom, we're going to pray for you in the name of Jesus. I thought that would scare her because she was not a Christian. So that's why I told you to pray for me. So okay. Okay, we are going to touch your breast and pray. You pray. So I told my wife, touch that breast. You know, you are not supposed to measure the breast of your mother-in-law. But I'm also doing all this just buying time. Eventually I said, Father, you are the one who spoke this word. If you are not the one, Okay, I'm sorry I believed it. But now, I am asking, for you, not for me, heal this woman in Jesus' name. I said, let's go. So we came to pray. I told my wife, let's go. So pastor, I said, ah, let's go, mama. Ah, let's go now. Mommy, God bless you. You call us in the morning and tell us what's happening. Ma, did I sleep that night? I said, Father, I put your name on the line. 
morning is coming. Father, you are God. Not for me, oh God. Just, just heal her, then kill her later. You did it for Moses. But I'm praying tonight, oh God. Please, Father God. 5.30. Hello, mama. The thing is not there. She went to work, I went, Mama, how are you? I almost touched. I said, Mama, are you sure? Hey! I said, no, you need to go back. They said, they said for me to go it again, Vasalakanya, Mitwala Sato. Say, hey, come to town. Of course, I didn't have money, borrowed the money, I gave her to go. And they checked, cut, nothing. The same doctors who said there was, they said there was nothing. Hey, that excited me. Hey, Mbale, where are you? Ooh, Sronko. Prayed for my mother. From that time, I have lost count. I have lost count. As a matter of fact, if you have anybody who has cancer in the house tonight, tonight is their night in the name of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. This I have seen. I'm, it's not about me, oh, it's God. God wants to reveal himself as God. Okay? So I am begging you guys, if you must build a house, I beg. I know you are good. You have your cash flows. But I want you to build a house that goes slightly beyond your cash flow. Okay. The, the only worst thing that can happen with you is that it will take you longer. That's why, before I die, and I'm asking God to give me time, I must build a pyramid, my house. If people can build a pyramid as a grave, I should build a pyramid as a house. And just in case you think it's very complicated, it's very simple. You build a square house, then you project the walls. Yeah, square, project, project. I did math, I know how to get the, cal the calculation. If the thing is like this, you project, then you get the middle line. I did physics and science. So you get the Pythagoras theorem. They'll give you this and then this. Yeah. And it's very simple. I, you don't even have to use concrete or anything. You just get timber. Then you get this ngalama wire. Then you use, uh, what do you call this other cement? Uh, waterproof cement. You first use the normal cement. Then you apply the waterproof. Then there's this, uh, you put this other funny paint, weather guard. It's done. It's done. I'm serious. Guys, I just want to do something so that I say, hey, this man with his God. Anybody who comes, I say, man, I'm coming. That the name of the Lord may be glorified. The thing is, I know this, every time you stretch to do big things, the devil wants to frustrate you. The more he tries to frustrate you, for me, when the devil frustrates me, I increase the level. When my, when my third girlfriend said no. <laughs> you know, at that time, I had seven qualities I wanted. When the third and when I say girlfriend, I'm not talking about this one. Hi, sister, praise the Lord, you are my friend. No, no, no. I'm talking about she tells me, yes. 
Then I get her pictures, put, I have, normally I have two wallets, here wallet, here wallet, and I have like more than one, so, hey, God has blessed me. Anybody who knows me knows what I'm going to marry. I don't wait for the wedding. Then we have gone to her place, they have gone to our place. All the pastors know, those it concerns and those it doesn't concern. So when that thing ends, it's not fun. After that third one, I now did my list 21 qualities. Yeah. I mean, after three frustrations, bring on more. I'm not scared of more frustrations. And then I was using elimination method. This one, no. This one, no. This one, no. This one, no. Yes, yes, yes. If you don't make 10, I don't even consider. Next. There were many. Like now here in Wash Purpose, we have many big ones, small ones, short, tall, those who eat a lot, those who don't eat, those who pray, those who don't pray. Everything is in the church here. And so for me, I'm not going to be there saying, but there are no women. What are you talking about? There are no women. Nonsense. All, all this, what you are talking about. Hey, praise God. I mean, we have beautiful girls in this church. God have mercy. Hey. And you find brothers here. Yeah, I'm still seeking God. You are supposed to seek a wife. He who finds a wife. <laughs> you are seeking God. Ah, you want to marry him. <laughs> Our sisters are here, Father. Bring me a man. Anything you bring, oh God. As long as they know you and you are here. Bambi, don't go to other churches. You need to marry those who understand us. They are here. Adam again, this money which church. When you are sharing, you are no more testimony. Say, what kind of testimony is that? You need to get here with those who, when anything happens, they don't say, what does that mean? I know I'm talking. So ladies and gentlemen, let me finish with this verse. Without faith, it is impossible. Okay, that simply means, in fact, there's a scripture in Romans that says, anything you do without faith is sin. If you eat without faith, anything. Okay, so he says, without faith is impossible to please God. Listen. For he who comes to God, number one, anybody can come. This is not for the special ones. If you are here and you are born again at all, you qualify. If anyone, believer and unbeliever, if anyone comes, listen, the Bible says, number one, must believe that he is. In other words, faith is not about you. Okay, I was telling you the testimony about how I knocked myself. I didn't finish it. So, God, God told me something. Let me finish that and I finish the scripture. God said, your problem is that you have faith in faith. Wait, 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 wait. You see, many of us have faith. I'm going to pray in faith. No. Your faith is supposed to be in God. Yeah. Faith in faith is positive thinking. in God doesn't matter the circumstances. Doesn't. The Bible says, and Abraham faced the facts. 
His body was good as dead. As for Sarah's womb, it was dead. The fact was there. I struggle to even be able to stand. If I must urinate, I urinate here, not there. Why are you laughing? I'm just talking about he's a hundred years. I'm trying to explain and define an a hundred year old man. And the, the reason why it is put in the Bible is God wants us to understand. It's not about the circumstances. That's why when it gets worse, begin to work on your testimony. People ask me, so Pastor Sam, just tell me, okay? You say seven years, uh-huh. How were you able to hold on seven years? In seven years, that's why I tell my story as if it happened yesterday. I was telling the testimonies. When it was so bad, I would be sharing the testimony. You see, I would stand there and say, one time. All these things I say, I've said it them before they happen. Being sure of what I hope for, certain of what I don't see. Yeah. You don't wait. You begin to testify. I want to thank God. After five years, you know, I almost gave up. But I said the sixth year was my year. That also ended. So when the year ends, you add another section of the testimony on the former section of the testimony. Yeah. And so people are thinking, so how are you holding on? Say, hey, I can't wait for the testimony to come. Because it must come. That's why the Bible says, Abraham persuaded himself. Like he would sit himself down and say, he who promised is faithful. That's what Job said. Job said, hey, look here, boss. Even if my skin goes in my flesh, I'll see God. Uh -uh. The flesh went. He started seeing his bones. And the scripture says, you read Proverbs. Just read Job properly. He says, even when all my flesh is wasted away, in my frame, frame means bones, I will still see the Lord. Then he said, even if I die, I know my Redeemer. When we are singing here, my Redeemer lives. Ooh, ooh. My Redeemer lives. Ooh, ooh. No. That thing, when the guy said, my Redeemer lives, it was not like, this is, the grave is here. But I don't care, I let the grave come. I know the one I've believed will stay alive. The three Hebrew boys say, Mr. King, these guys are getting angry that I've not talked to them. Let me finish with them. Mr. King, let's tell you something. We know our God is able to deliver us. But we also have this ticking suspicion that he may not. That's what they say. That's what they say. They say, no, man. For us, we are not on these things. The fire can burn us. But we also know, even if it doesn't, we will not. Why? Because we know he can. They threw them in the fire. How many people did they throw in? How many did they see? If they are not thrown in the fire, would the fourth man show up? If they are not thrown in the fire, would their ropes be cut? Which brought a bigger testimony? So, faith needs to go beyond, I have paid my rent. I want to thank God so much. I've, I, this whole year, I paid my rent. You are still giving a testimony of rent. People are giving testimonies of our set, second, uh, fourth uh, set of renters are done. And you, you are saying, uh-uh, I'm still testifying on rent. 
While you are still on that, they give you a note, we are increasing, and we are not putting you back because we have got an, an expatriate. And some people quarrel, I must look at them. I've been a faithful. No, your time for that place is over. God is now going to show them. Somebody told me to leave their house. I built my own. I left a, a four-bedroom house, built 14-bedroom house. Self-contained. I'm glad I was told to leave. Oh. Am I talking to people? Okay, it's not complete. But I live in it. Can I have a better amen? And now I've changed my mind. I want at least 25 rooms. I don't know Smanyi with the location pastors and their wives. I, I just want to host. Yeah. I'm not yet there, but I want you to come. Okay, when you come there, don't come with this. Okay, you just know it's a house and people live in it. If a man of God lives there, you can also live there. Over the chief. I know I'm talking to people in the name of Jesus. So guys, if somebody doesn't like you, they are the ones who have lost. Don't mind them. Just continue believing God. Father, I thank you. My testimony gets longer. Of course, I wanted to have my children early, but the children of my old age shall be brighter and stronger. In Jesus' name. I'm now more mature, so the eggs are more mature. The children will be even better mature. In Jesus' name. Let the devil hang himself if he wants. I know I'm talking. I remember last year I said the people who, who need the fruit of the womb, some, I saw a testimony somebody received. Even tonight that anointing is here. And just, uh, uh, everybody should have a child. Yeah. Uh, you need a child. Hallelujah. I'm serious. Everybody needs a child. I must finish now. So the Bible says, you must believe he is and is a rewarder. Of those who diligently seek. Not do those somehow. But diligently. Guys, quit this, high faith, this prayer of Father, if it is your will. No. I will ask, and if it's not his will, he'll refuse. But I will not suggest for him. Yeah. He says, whoever asks. Whoever asks. So, he told me to ask. Me, I ask and believe. There are some things I've been believing God. is now coming to... 15 years I don't care they will come to pass and I've even made them bigger now after it has taken him long we don't reduce we only increase do you know pastor that if you had made this church double this size would you still finish it yeah I tell you what am I talking this place is already too small I'm serious. And I'm not talking about for the whole worship harvest. I'm talking of this place here. It's too small. It's too small. If each of you guys bring two people, we have nowhere to put them. And yet this year we are not bringing just two. I hope you know that. 
God cannot give us this thing. And then you are just there. God loves you. No. The Bible says use your money to win them for the kingdom. Take them out. Take them to Javas. Do, do, do children's party. You, when your child has a birthday, invite all the children. A hundred. And then get one of our pastors to come and share something. And when you are sharing, don't do this traditional preaching. No. Just talk about God. Give testimonies of how, oh, God is so good, Jesus. Hey. Just, just talk about the goodness of the Lord. Share testimonies that people can connect to. Don't bring these ones, you know. I was, I was believing God for 50 million, I got 70. That one scares people. <laughs> Give no more testimonies. Okay? That one you bring here at worship harvest. But, but give these normal things. Why you say that there was a time? Try to again to go out to Javas. Can you believe it? Of course, if you have those complicated MDs, you talk also, you know, when I started my company this year, uh, you, know, our, you know, our share capital was about uh, 400 million and wanted to take it to eight. And you know what? I just, I just want to thank God, you know, we hit 900. Yeah. I need to pray. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.